Episode number 698, Referral Flow in Power Teams. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where have you been? Oh, I have been Zooming all over the <laughs> world. The latest one was in China, but uh, I've been in other countries around the world. It is one of the few advantages of not doing in person, but doing via Zoom, is that I get to talk to a lot of people. So it's it's been fun. China was the most recent. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. so who's who's here today? I have a guest today, and <laughs> his name is Spencer Reynolds. He is the executive director of BNI Tampa. Uh, Spencer's been with BNI for over thirteen years. Uh, he started uh, day one in BNI as a director consultant, and uh, he tried to get into a BNI chapter for three and a half years as a mortgage broker. He finally did find a way in, and that was to start his own chapter, which a lot of people have had to do. Uh, he's now launched over 35 chapters in uh, BNI between Utah and in Florida. And uh, in 2017, Spencer and his wife, Tricia, moved their family from northern Utah to Tampa, Florida, a little warmer, uh, and uh, purchased the, the amazing BNI region um, from Tom Fleming. And they are now uh, the ninth largest region in the United States, and it is truly a pleasure to have you here on the podcast today, Spencer. Welcome. Thank you very much. We we started as the ninth largest. We've become the largest in the United oh, States. Oh, wait a minute! Did I miss that? that? Oh, you, so you started as the ninth. Oh, there it is. You know what? I, I misread <laughs> it. You're right. He is the number one region in the United States. That is a uh, that, that that's quite an achievement. Spencer and you know, he, uh, Tom ran a good region. So to have you go from number nine to number one is truly amazing. Well done. It's done with a team. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it always start, starts from the top. I I know how that goes. So well done. Um, you're here today to talk about I think a really important topic, and that is uh, power teams and uh, referral flow with power teams. So tell me what you mean by that, um, Spencer, referral flow. Sure. At a very high level, referral flow is who, who does the referral come from? And then once you get it, where do you send it to? So you have this connection of referrals that happens. And inside of a power team is really a great way to see what that's like. So in other words, you have a referral that comes to you from a specific person every time, and then who do you send that referral to every time in the flow? So I, I, I'll tell you an example of this. Uh, I was in a my own home chapter that I started uh, years ago in Utah, and we had a power team of folks that were in that group. Well, as a mortgage person, I really wanted to meet with high net worth individuals. And let's say that this thing, before we even get into the whole conversation, you've got to be clear on who your ideal target market is. I think a lot of people take power teams and think that that means that we go with everybody in the trade. That's a contact sphere. Power team is really all about 
who serves the right client. So we got very clear that all of our clients were a specific demographic. They were the same age. They were the right. We, we came up with a very clear, call it an avatar of the perfect client. And then we designed who would refer who next in the sequence. So it would make it around the group. And, and our power team was five people. And that power team with that five people fed all of us a six digit income for many, mm. many, many years. Mm. So as we go through this process, I'll tell you, uh, the, the person that would refer me was the CPA. So as you have a CPA, they're talking to a client and they say, look, here is all this mortgage interest that you're paying. Do you have a plan to pay your mortgage off in 10 years or less? And they normally go, uh, no, they normally think 15 or a 30 year. Right. And now the CPA says, I need to book you an appointment with our trusted advisor that can make sure that you have a plan for that. Let me do it right now and give a three-way text going or a phone call, right? Any, any ways that work for you inside of your business and how you want to communicate. I, I love making that connection right then and right there. That is so powerful. Yeah. Well, that way they leave with an appointment, right? right? They're they're actually meeting. This is level four in your five levels of referral. This is a level four. You're not going there with them, but it's real good. Now, when they're talking with their mortgage broker, now what happens is I say, okay, I want you to be very clear that as you are closing this transaction, that you're going to be able to put this in your trust. And they go, trust? We don't have a trust. And that's when I pause and you put the pen down. And you say, now, in order to put you in a mortgage with that much responsibility and not protect it with a trust, I believe is mortgage malpractice on my part. So I want to introduce you to Rachel. Rachel is our estate attorney, and she can help you set up a trust if that's what works for you. Let me get Rachel on the phone right now, and we can set a time when she can talk about the positives and negatives of what that means to set up a trust. And we can even pay for that with closing costs at the end when we're done with your transaction. And so that flow has come from CPA through the mortgage person to the attorney, and it happens the same every time. There's no question of where that person's going to be in the process. So you can take this into so many different aspects and avenues and, and, and different types of classifications in your chapter. I have a very great landscaper. Well, that landscaper knows that when he goes to the job site, the first thing he's going to look at is he's going over to the air conditioner condenser unit outside. And in Florida, mm. it's always hot. It's running all the time. The first thing he looks is, is there a tree over the top of the AC? If there is, there's going to be problems over time. And he tells the homeowner, I would love to have my AC guy come out and make sure that this has been okay because we're going to trim the tree back, but it's been over this for a long time. We want to make sure that you're not stranded hot on a day that you don't want to be stranded and hot. So right. I'm going to have Gil come over and he's going to check out your AC and that's his AC guy. And that's the flow inside of their power team. So every one and, of and us. So needs you're just providing additional value to the client by referring to other people, which to me seems so obvious, but a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah. They don't, they don't put the, the flow together. They're just right. saying, let's all refer each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But instead of saying, let's refer each other, let's have a plan because if someone's going to get a mortgage, they need a trust. That needs to happen as a handoff every single time. If a CPA is going to meet with somebody, they're going to talk about those things. And so each one of us have the, that opportunity to say, who sends me referrals regularly? 
or who is the person that's the natural person to send me that? Now I need to build a relationship because here's the thing. I didn't know how to say those words that it's mortgage malpractice on my part. Mm -hmm. That's Rachel, the attorney who's teaching me Mm -hmm. exactly the right words to say to refer her. That's right. what we spend our time in, in enhanced one-to-ones, right? An enhanced yeah, they, they, one-to-one. So talk about that. The, the, the one-to-ones are really important for the power teams. Well, they're, they're vital and we do them so often with them. But what we've got to do is have a plan and, and strategically decide what we're yeah. doing inside of those meetings. We're going to actually teach each other what are the words to say? What are the things that you're going to notice? Maybe you're, you're someone who goes into a home. Maybe you have clients come into you. What are the things that you're going to be looking for and teach me that the estate planner, tell me exactly what to talk about and tell me how exactly to introduce you to say it so well that it's as though I'm selling you because that's what we are doing in essence. And we want to learn from the pro because here's the thing. We're six-year-olds in everybody else's business, but we're geniuses in our own. I can't take credit for that. Rich Peak is a great member in our region and he teaches our member success program and says that to every member. Remember to make it simple. If a six-year-old can get it, you're doing it right. So teach me on language that I can use with anyone to absolutely get that next person in line with the flow to happen so that those referrals continue to happen. So how do you get to level five referrals? Well, for level five is when you actually go with the person and introduce each other. So in, in this time, it's a little difficult. It was absolutely a piece of cake in the past because right. you would get to go to lunch. You'd, you'd go to a meeting point. You'd meet at somebody's office. And we were professionals that all had offices. And so we had a very clear way we would go about that. Right now, you know, a Zoom, that's a, as close as we're going to get, right. literally, as close as we're going to get to be able to do it. So as we do it, and we go and meet with them online, that's a level five. We're actually putting it together and we're getting them applied, right? Like the whole point of this is, this is not me now having to sell this client on whether or not they want a mortgage. This is about that person already coming saying, so tell me what I need to do. And when they go to the attorney, how do I set up my trust? It's not, what's this, what's that? It's, it's a, a, not a done deal, but it's as close to a done deal as you can get with a referral. And, you know, certainly meeting in person is, is probably better, but the Zoom thing, you know, I keep thinking back to when I started BNI in 1985. If COVID had hit in 1985 or in 1990, there would be no BNI. Mm. It would have completely been shut down. Mm-hmm. So the technology allows us, it's maybe not quite as good as in person, but man, without it, we just wouldn't be where we are. And so I'm glad, oh, I'm yeah. glad you're doing it by Zoom. Yeah, we're we're almost out of time, but I have one more question for you. Sure. How can members who may not have a natural referral partner use this referral flow process that you're talking about? Well, I think for one, you've got to get out of the box. You, you, when we say that, that's a very you know people use that term all the time. But really looking for who are the people who are talking to your same client, even though you may be in financial services. The perfect person that may send you the most amount of clients could be your hairdresser in your mm. in your chapter. It could be the dentist in your chapter that's having conversation with your exact clientele, your person, your ideal target market. And here's the thing. If we're not good at identifying and painting the picture, if people can't see exactly the person we're talking about and be specific, as you've said before, then they can't see that pers- person to be able to refer them to us. So you don't have to have a natural referral partner. You have to have somebody who's committed, who will do whatever it takes 
to help you succeed. And that's what we find in BNI. And that's why we do power teams, right? We have these group of people who have got the buy-in to say, I'm going to support you. We both serve the same client. Now, how do we learn to teach? How do we learn each other's methods to introduce so powerfully that they can't not do business with you? Well, this is great content. I hope uh, everyone who's listening to this has been taking notes. Of course, if you've got the transcript, uh, use it, share it. Education coordinators definitely share this. It's, I think, the effective use of power teams that can really, um, really have chapters succeed at a much higher level. Uh, Spencer, thank you so much for being here today. Do you have any last thought before we wrap? Well, I just, I love BNI because it's a growth environment and your activity equals your success. And so, you know, I think we all need to make BNI a verb and do BNIing very well (laughs) and get into action with it. I love it. Uh, Spencer, uh, your website for BNI is bnitampa.com, the number one region in the United States, largest region in the U.S. Uh, Spencer, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate you. Thank you. Over to you, uh, Priscilla. Okay. Well, thank you both so much for the great information. The sponsor for this podcast is Ivan's Inner Circle. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com. Ivan has assembled a variety of interesting topics for you to learn about and also participate in. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.